Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome to our show, everyone, and thanks for listening. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of just headlines or sound bites designed to simply attract attention. Today, more than ever, that is important stuff, people. We want to help you make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you guys are listening to us on the air today, we are also on Facebook Live. So if you want to see what we look like, I'm just warning you now, I haven't been able to get my eyelashes done in a long time, and I do not have eyelashes anymore. I'm really sad about it. And uh, if you don't want to watch us live, you don't have to, but we are also on podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify. So if you can't stay listening the entire time on our wonderful show, which I'm telling you, if you don't, you're going to miss out. I have the best guest joining me right now. And right now I'm staring across the table at Mary Nolenberger from SVN Desert Commercial Advisors. She's the Director of Retail Investment Sales and Leasing. And also across the table for me is Dawn McCraw from Price Law Group. And I met her originally with Go Clean Credit. She is the expert when it comes to credit. You know, most of us don't enjoy it, don't like it. But, you know, it's one of those necessary evils that you kind of have to have. Right, Dawn? And she's shaking her head yes. So. Uh-oh. My girls aren't loud enough. I'm plenty loud for all of us here in the room. And, you know, it's interesting to me is both of these ladies have been on the show before. Both of them came on different shows back in February. And the climate was very different back there, was it not, ladies? Very it different. It was yeah. very different. And I've asked them both today to come back because there's a lot going on out there when it comes to the coronavirus how it's affected businesses, how it's affected paychecks, how it's affected income, how it's affected credit. Mm -hmm. And before the show, this is where if you guys are watching live on Facebook, you guys would get to watch all the fun stuff during commercial and right up until the the show starts, is we could not stop talking. And I I know we're going to be all over the place with this COVID business. But first off, in a summary, Don, what is it that you would like to make sure people take away from today's show? Oh, gosh. Um, so I would say that in terms of forbearance right. and in terms of, um, gosh, your garnishment checks, or I'm not garnishment checks, your checks that you'll be, the stimulus checks, mm-hmm. how to protect those, um, how to reach out and get a forbearance on any of your, your mortgages or your car loans and those types of things. There are protections out there. And the key thing you have to do is contact your lender directly. You Nothing's automatic. Um, you need to to basically um, reach out to them and contact them and request assistance. Awesome advice. And what about you, Mary? Before the end of the show, what are some things that you want people to make sure they walk away with today? Because you're coming from really a small business owner perspective. That's that's your forte, wouldn't you say? I would. And I think what we were talking about before the show began is my greatest takeaway came from um, a power lunch that's done by a local law firm and that's a zoom meeting and um that the greatest points of reinvention in our united states of america came during times like this and that the suggestion was um let's get away from saying when are things going to go back to normal this is our new normal 
and we're going to move forward. But there's tons of opportunity in this time as well. And that's what I'm seeing, even from my restaurant tenants, which you would be surprised to hear, but that we're looking at this being a time of opportunity. And the biggest takeaway for me that was so positive is them saying Arizona is going to be the place to be. Oh, my goodness. I just got chills. And the reason why is because, obviously, you guys all know I'm in real estate. And I have been asked tons of, well, how's the market? And everybody's expecting that it's been horrible. Well, it hasn't been. I've been busy, like a good busy, with buyers that want to go find houses. Our problem right now is the limited inventory. And to your point, Arizona being a place to be, you know, I'm pretty nerdy. I think nerdy sexy, what can I say? And I got up this morning and I was watching this, reading that, getting all my stats ready. And I did hop on the coronavirus website with John Hopkins, you know, the one that shows the map and we all see it all plastered all over the news. And, you know, these are some pretty bleak um, stats. But I do want to share with it to your point with Arizona. Uh, you know, we have 7.5 billion people that live in this world. Of those, we have had, we have suffered. If if the stats are correct, I mean, of course, you know, there's always that caveat, like how many people have really been tested? Do we really know the true numbers? But based off of their website, of the 7.5 billion people, we do have 166,000 deaths across the world. When you narrow it down to the United States, we've had 760 cases positive, test positive out of our 328 million people. We have had 40,000 deaths. The number one state I think most of us are aware is New York City. It's just such dense population density that obviously they had the most struggle. They have 19 million residents there, according to this, and they've attributed for about half of the uh, half of the people that have passed away, which is really sad. Right behind New York, we have New Jersey, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and California kind of tied in fifth place. When you look at the rankings, Arizona is a wonderful place to be because out of those deaths that I reported, thank goodness, here in Maricopa County where we have four and a half million people, we've we've had 75 people pass away, which is still awful, and I really, my condolences go out to all of those folks. But when you look at the percentages and other population-dense places in this country, you know, New York is not a place that a lot of people are going to be moving to. I, en- I envision that once all this is over, we're going to have only more it was already a place that a lot of people, we called that them one of our feeder states. You know, there's right. certain states in the country that were continually coming to Arizona. It's why our demand was so high before the coronavirus had hit us. Um, and I imagine it's only going to get higher. Uh, that said, the law of supply and demand, we have had a lot of sellers decide to take their homes off the market. The folks that are selling today are pretty much in a position where they might need to or really have a good, strong reason to. Um, and we're taking measures. Like, for example, if you're watching live on Facebook, we have our hand sanitizer. We have our wipes. I was out yesterday. We were asked to put on masks and gloves, and we did it. I actually took a cute picture with my lady with her two little kids. They were, you know, we're all doing the thing to stay safe, right? But, you know, right. business is still happening, and we're still considered essential. And so while we're out there, guess what? There's two other people right on our heels looking at the same property for sale. So there's people out there looking for property. The law of supply and demand is so high. We have something called the Cromford Index that those of us here in Arizona that are realtors pay attention to. And right now our Cromford Index is still at 190. In order for prices to go down, it has to drop down to 100. There's nobody's nobody's Mm -hmm. foreseeing anywhere to come to that. In Mm -hmm. fact, once all these people migrate here that might not have been maybe just thinking about it, but maybe are going to be pushed to do it sooner, 
that Cromford index may go up even higher. And, and oh my goodness, I have totally monopolized the time here. Chet's already telling me that we're going to have to go on break here in a couple minutes. In case you just joined us, you're listening to Independent Talk, KFNX, Grateful Heart Radio. I got Don McCraw and Mary here, and I'm going to let the ladies talk next. I promise you on the next segment, they both get to talk a little bit more. Um, but Don, just a quick snippet. I know I had shared with you a post that one of our other guests have had shared. Tara Krieg with AmeriFirst Financial, and you were saying that people are already reporting things wrong on credit reports due to the, the forbearance request, correct? Well, we haven't seen a lot of the reporting yet, but um, the one that you sent me, I believe that that reporting is not correct um, because what the CARES Act does is it will basically protect people from having negative credit reporting as long as prior to the missed payment, your first missed payment due to the forbearance, you were current and you re- you have to reach out to the lender and you have to request that forbearance. And if you do that and get confirmation, they cannot report you late. So awesome information. We're going to get much more into that in our second segment when we come back. And then Mary, she was sharing with, with us that a lot of restaurants right now are already redoing their layouts in anticipation for when they get to open back up that we're not going to be having booths back to back. Some other things like that that we could expect, Mary? We're going to have safety measures that are going to be put in place for spacing and social distancing. But the great news is that we won't forever have to just do takeout and delivery. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Not that I haven't been trying to support our local restaurants with all the takeout and mock and lie. I've kind of enjoyed being able to take a... Uh, a cocktail with me, but uh, I am looking forward to actually sitting and enjoying it mm. in a restaurant mm-hmm. one of these yes. days. Alright guys, we're going to go pay some bills, run some commercials. We'll be back here after the break. Join us for more exciting information from all these lovely ladies. Thinking about buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you're listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business co- show on Independent Talk, KFNX 1100 AM. Guess what, guys? We're also on podcast, YouTube, Facebook Live in in the moment. So if you want to see what we look like, you, all you have to do is just hit on our website, gratefulheart.tv, and you can have the link to any and all of the above. Because, you know, you're really missing out when you don't get to listen to Mary and myself and Don talk when we're on break. I'm just saying some good stuff was happening here. I was trying to pump Mary for some info on how I could get out of my lease over at my office because right now our doors are locked. You know, Ariel doesn't get to have people walk in and ask her to do notary stuff because that's one of the services that we offer. My girls are all working from home with the exception of one that's kind of taken over the office and the fe- because now nobody's coming in, so she has the office all to herself. We'll, we'll just keep Sherry nameless on that one. Um, but that said, you know, we're not having any use for my office right now. 
So you mentioned a clause on commercial leases that you had shared with all of your landlords. Right. What's that called again? It's called force majeure. It's the clause that everybody we were talking about skips over in a lease because it has to do with acts of God, um, natural disasters, governmental regulations where companies are are not operational. So um, I was saying that a lot of my landlords, I pulled that clause for each of my landlords and, you know, kind of cut and pasted into an email and said, this is what your property's specific clause looks like. And <clears throat> this is how um, we need to reach out proactively. So they sent out a letter saying, you know, since your business is closed, and it's specific to the time frame that the business is closed and not able to be operational, and then it gives a provision for forbearance for that to be added onto the back end of the lease. Mm -hmm. Some landlords are reaching out and saying if a tenant is more than halfway through their lease or if they're nearing the end of their lease, I will um, put it on the back end of your lease, or um, you can pay half rent for six months instead of three or they'll give them different options and that's called a blend and extend and so there there are options but um, we love to see landlords being and property management being proactive and reaching out and saying these are the options um, that we can offer you during this time so that tenants don't feel like they're dealing with a situation where they don't know where to begin or what to do. Well, I think that's awesome that you guided your landlords. And obviously not all landlords are going to be proactively reaching out to their tenants to see how they're doing. And it really sounds a lot like what Don and I were talking about right before we went on break with forbearance in the, in this, in the sense that maybe you can work something out, have it tacked onto the end. It shouldn't affect your credit. Um, so let's segue over to what forbearance is because whether it's a mortgage loan or you're paying rent, whether it's commercial or residential, you need to, I, what I got out of it, all of this is that you need to communicate. Communicate. And, and yes. you need to document. Both of those were like the two pieces that I got in the last time that we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with some other of our guests. But now that I have my credit guru sitting across the table <laughs> from me, Miss Dawn McCraw, attorney at law can you please explain to us advice on forbearance and what you need to do and what are the consumer guidelines that people need to know about mm -hmm. to keep their credit as good as possible during this time period or maybe their income isn't what it was right so forbearance is basically a delay in payment so it does not mean forgiveness and that's that has to be very, very clear that it doesn't mean that that debt is going to be waived or forgiven in any way. It just basically moves it, and usually it's just added on to the end of your your um, term, whatever, right. you know, your mortgage term or whatever. Um, that's what – and sometimes it's maybe a, a reduction in payments. I mean, you can negotiate these things um, with your lender, and it depends on the lender. So the CARES Act actually prohibits negative reporting. So the 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 uh, consumer uh, law lobbies have tried really hard to basically – Forbid any negative reporting during this whole this session, um, this whole period of outbreak. Uh, but the lobbies for the banks and <laughs> and um, and the more powerful, I guess, uh, have won out. So they 
do not forbid it. If you are already negative, they can just keep reporting you negatively, even if you do get forbearance. So the key is, as long as you are in good standing prior to, would you say mid-March or what? what prior to in, whenever you get the forbearance. Okay. So is, so, but you have to have it in writing. You have to communicate with them. Right. It's not like, hey, go ahead and stop making your payments and everything's going to be all right. That's and the right. same thing with commercial. Correct. You know, it, you, you need to communicate with whoever you, you are obligated to make your payment to. You need to write down the date and time of your phone call, who you spoke with, and what they said. And if ideally, if you can even record the call just for your own information to make sure that what you said is what you thought you said, uh, what they said, um, but document everything. Well, I love that you mentioned even before we started the show, I had shared with you a little problem I need might need your help with, and you're like, they should have the call recorded. So anytime mm-hmm. any creditor gets on the phone with any consumer, are they required to record those calls? They are not required to, but, you know, usually you will hear the message. I mean, they will say this call's being recorded. Okay. Um, and for quality assurance. For quality right? assurance, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a very good thing for me because as a consumer litigation attorney, we get those recordings in discovery all the time, and they exist. I mean, they don't like to hand them over. They aren't going to just hand them over without um, a lawsuit, <laughs> right? typically, but um, but they exist. Yeah. Well, that's awesome advice. And, you know, I'm noticing um, here on your sheet, Mary, the you, you mentioned state mandate of non-evictions versus opt-out and buy-out. So I'm curious, in the commercial world, do they have the same protections as business owners as the tenants do currently when it comes to the stimulus package and the mandates from our government? What Can you explain to us, like, if, if there's somebody who has a brick-and-mortar shop, what are their rights? What what can they expect to happen if they can't make their rent this month? And maybe their landlord's not being as nice and cooperative. There has been a, a state mandate to... Um, so they are covered on commercial leases yes, as well. for evictions. Um, so what I was talking about, buyouts and opt-outs, has to do with if a tenant, say a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, was experiencing a problem before this all happened and they were speaking to their landlord about a buyout or um, closure of one specific location for a national credit tenant, um, this mandate doesn't prohibit those conversations from continuing or that restaurant tenant or whatever business tenant from, from it doesn't create an inability for those conversations to continue if it is on the tenant's behalf that they're wanting to move in a direction. Um, some There are some businesses that continue to pay rent, though they've vacated a certain location. You'll see that with national tenants, where they'll close a location and they have a continued obligation to pay rent for two years into the future. When that other tenant presents itself, Mm -hmm. which would create a mitigated damages kind of situation where there wouldn't be downtime, then they can go to the landlord and say, okay, now you have a replacement tenant and we'd like to negotiate a buyout for the remainder of the term of our lease. And they, the landlord may um, reduce that obligation for a lump sum buyout. Okay. So basically what I'm hearing is it sounds like it's really the same across both regular residential, commercial, 
um, consumer mortgages, all of the above that if you were in trouble before all this started, this is not your like, woohoo, get out of jail free card. Right. You're right. still in, you're still in, in trouble with whatever you were in trouble with before all this started. Mm-hmm. Really what's going on today is really to help the people who are in good standing before all of this hit, right? Right. And they're getting affected by loss of job or loss of income. Underemployment, unemployment, all of the above. Mm -hmm. So what I'm curious about, because I saw this little blimp on the news the other day, and I saw Mint Dispensary was, like, hiring like crazy. So I'm kind of curious what commercial businesses are actually maybe doing better or busier today. I mean, obviously, we all know that if you have a... uh, manufacturing plant for toilet paper or hand sanitizer, yes. you're in great shape right now, that right? Or a correct. grocery store. Or a grocery store, <laughs> any of the above. Um, I hear liquor's really been doing well, too. 200% is what I heard yesterday, yeah. that it's got 250% so sales we, have gone up. We all know we're, what we need to have a hot, a hot <laughs> supply of, right? Pizza. Well, well pizza, <laughs> and apparently yeah. also marijuana. So, because um, I heard that they're hiring like crazy right now. So I'm kind of curious if you know of any businesses that are actually thriving today. And we get, we're going to have to say, sh- save that for when we come back from commercial break, because we're already at the halfway mark of the show. Uh, we'll be back here, guys, in a few. Make sure you come back and listen. Grateful Heart Radio. about buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. Just check us out on our website, gratefulheart.tv. We also have a podcast, YouTube, Facebook Live. And if you were watching Facebook Live, you would have just heard all of us girls crying about our eyelashes that we no longer have. Because our service industry is currently not servicing. And I'm really <laughs> sad about my nail salon, too. You don't want to look at my toenails right now. Um, that said, we happen to keep on talking about how the new norm that we're going to start seeing across the world. I mean, commercial real estate's affected. Residential, I'm sure, is going to be affected. And Dawn was entertaining us uh, talking about Zoom. <laughs> and, you know, she is an attorney. So do we share with our audience now that's listening on the radio what you were telling us on break, Dawn? Yeah, so most of the courts have now moved over to Zoom conferencing to do their hearings. So when we have a scheduling conference or even depositions, we're doing them on Zoom or, or on some kind of video conference um, or teleconference 
and we sources, which is really, really in in the court system, that's a pretty dramatic change. Well, you got to do what you got to yeah. do right yeah. now, right? And yeah. so what's fascinating is, you know, we're talking about what the governor said, just that you know we're still going to be having to practice social distancing even into May, just because maybe the band is lifted and some of us can come out of our homes. It doesn't mean that we're going back to what used to be. I mean, we're not mm-hmm. going to see any concerts or any movies or anything happening anytime immediate. Um, so that said, curious what you think, Mary, about what's going to change on the commercial front when it comes to brick-and-mortar type storefronts and what kind of businesses may excel after this new norm when a lot of us have discovered, like uh, Don and myself, that we can actually do a lot of work from mm-hmm. home because of Zoom. Well, and our companies had to were forced to put the technology in place, which right. necessarily wasn't in place before. So I think it's been quite a change. My feeling is that and and uh, this is my optimistic view of life because I lived through the recession and you gave the example of kinking a garden hose right and pent up demand right and my belief is that from every economic forecast that I've heard and I have jumped on every Zoom meeting every webinar I know, every economic me, aren't you? forecast <laughs> Because we want to be able to inform the people that depend upon us. Right. So I'm going to share a statistic that I absolutely loved about the trust barometer. Um, and then I'm going to answer that question for you. So, um, there were a number of people that were, um, that were polled to talk about this COVID and where they're getting in their information and who they trust. And, it was reported that three quarters of those people are looking at COVID updates and the news daily. I'm not one of those, but um, two thirds of those people felt like it's politicized and that there's a lot of factors that are going oh, into this. Oh, just wait till we get to the election this year. What that's oh, going to look like. And then the the greatest factor, and I think for those that are of us that are in kind of leadership positions Mm -hmm. say that two-thirds of employees trust their employer to get good information, Um, that we have to be purposeful and we have to be informed. So um, going to a person of trust and feeling like, okay, if my employer tells me this, in our case, my broker, Mm -hmm. that person that I trust most, my managing director, um, that's, I'm going to rely on that information. And I believe that those people are being more purposeful than ever and, and getting informed. So I believe that when that garden house kink is released, our economy is going to go back to better than ever. Um, with all that pent up demand. And I do believe that, that there are going to be brick and mortar, even from, we talked about recession proof, Amazon proof businesses. Right. And we see that the, the, some of those businesses that are online actually want to have brick and mortar locations so that people can distance and see, but public. gather. Mm-hmm. Okay. So community is going to be more important than ever. So what, what kind of, I, Honestly, I think this time period's really given a lot of us an opportunity to take time, spend time with the family, and reflect on what's important. I was with a buyer yesterday who, and I've been predicting this, made it really clear to me that, you know, her house just isn't going to work for her anymore. She's going to be working from home more now. Her kids are doing school from home. 
just the layout just isn't working. She needs something bigger. We're going to see a lot more of people reevaluating where they're at in their lives today Mm -hmm. and maybe questioning their jobs in general. And if they've had a dream, you know, we talked about this when you were on Mm -hmm. the air last time, Mary. That's right. If if they had a dream to start their own business, you know what? Life is short. Carpet DM sees the day. So, you know, if they don't mess up their credit (laughs) during this whole time period, because credit is really important to keep good. So out of curiosity, you mentioned it earlier. Are there any other changes you're seeing a lot of your restaurants that you have helped? Um, what kind of changes can we expect when we get to go back to the restaurant? Well, I see them, uh, and and it would be hard to believe if if I weren't seeing it with my own eyes, but um, chefs, um, land, uh, restaurants that are open, looking for expansion opportunities. Um, it, and we're in a place where 70% of their business is with people coming into the restaurant. So if they're surviving on 30% um, and they're looking at, and certainly there are um, restaurants and, and segments of that population that have increased. We were just talking about that pizza, for example. Right. Delivery, um, delivery services. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. thank goodness we were at a place where Uber Eats and all of those platforms were in existence oh, already. Gosh, not like 20 oh, yeah. years ago before yeah. we had apps and cell phones yeah. that could yeah. order. So, Can you imagine? No. Yeah. We so, would be so isolated. We really would be. Yeah. I think the layout of Restaurants, restaurants and will spacing change. will mm-hmm. change. Community tables, sitting next, you know, right next to people that you really don't know. So there will be distancing, but I think um, we're we're going through a phase where we don't want to stay at home forever. Right. And so we saw even during the recession that people were choosing right price point properties. Um, outings. Right. But people were still getting going out. out. Oh goodness! Mm-hmm. I drove up to my uh, my husband and I have a place up north, and we, you know, as we've driven up the last couple weekends, the roads are just covered with people just trying to get out and on their way up to Four Peaks. Even though you can't stop at the lakes right now, all along the way, mm-hmm. people are pulled over on the side just yeah. trying to get out in nature right now. Um, you know, it's it, it's interesting to me just seeing how everyone's mindsets have definitely changed during this whole time period. You know, ultimately. Um, I'm kind of curious about when I can get back to the gym because I got to tell you, girls, I've been wearing a lot of elastic lately. My jeans are not fitting the same. Are we, tell me, Mary, are we going to be able to go back to the gyms again anytime soon? Please tell me. Yes. I think I I give a high five to every one of my fitness um, tenants and clients and that are doing online. You know, trying to reach out to their communities and keep them moving, even though it's virtual. Um, I think they've been, I, I'm just amazed at seeing people pivot on a dime and be able to, to continue to provide services that they can provide and keep their communities together. Well, I think it was, it was interesting yesterday. Um, I listened to this very good session on uh, the psychiatrist that spoke on NPR and it was about really this is the first time in maybe all of our lives that we have slowed down and you it really makes you introspective it makes you think about where do I want my life to go am I happy right am I you know and it gets you innovative as well because you've had time to stop and 
things. Smell the roses, and look yeah, around you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very interesting, right? It is. So. Well, and that's where I think, you know, going into the last segment, because we're already getting waved that we have to go on another break already. I don't know how the time goes so quick. Um, we need to, you know, I, I'd love to end the show on a positive note, because I'm a positive person anyways. You know, going with a grateful heart, to me, is the way to go for anything that we're doing. And ultimately, if you're not happy with where your life has been up to, to coronavirus, what are we going to do different, mm-hmm. you know, going forward? And I, I do want to talk a little bit more about credit with you, Don, because mm-hmm. I can't let you out of my studio without you talking <laughs> about how to take care of our credit, because that's so important for our futures. All right, guys, come, take another break. Coming back soon. Don't miss our last episode. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX 1100 AM. Again, guys, we are live right now on Face on Facebook. You're missing out. There's so much good stuff we talk about on break. But we also podcast our show, and you guys can always watch us on YouTube as well. With me now in the studio, Don McCraw of Price Law Group. I always, I always <laughs> want to say go clean credit because that's how we met. And Mary Nolenberger of SVN Commercial Retail Leasing. These gals are smart, like way smart. And I need to quit talking and let these two ladies talk because this is our last session, um, our last segment of the show. And in the beginning, I asked both of them what we want to make sure we cover with you guys. And I definitely want to hear more about credit from our beautiful Dawn over here because, you know, what can we do to make sure we stay out of trouble right now? So that way when the new norm Mm -hmm. is actually happening and people want to start realizing their dreams and maybe make some changes in their lives, it'll be really hard if they're behind the eight ball because they screwed up their credit during this Mm -hmm. time period. Well, I would say the first thing to do is look at your credit. (laughs) It, It shocks me all the time. It still shocks me how many people do not look at their credit and really don't know until something happens. Right. They go to apply, they try to get a mortgage and there's something on there and they're like, what is that? You know, right. I, they had no idea, no idea. Um, or, or there's even judgments out there because you know, a lot of people have, there's judgments. They get a default judgment because they didn't answer because they didn't know about it. So, so what's the best way? To, because I know I've directed clients of mine in the past to go to the FTC website and go on from there and go to the different bureaus to request a free report. What would, no, what do you the, advise? The, what I advise is to go to annualcreditreport.com. Annualcreditreport.com. Okay. Not it, it's not, not free, free credit report. It's, it's not, not free. free. Yeah. Annual is free. Yeah. So there is only before 2003. Okay. We did not have the right to see our own credit report. We didn't have a place we could go. And then when a creditor pulled it, they did not have to share it with us. So there was an amendment to the Fair Credit Reporting Act in 2003. And what they established was that website. Annualcreditreport.com. I think the FTC website links to it is it, what it I It probably feel. does, but it's, it's, so it's annualcreditreport.com. Look at your credit report. If you if you can make a little spreadsheet of all your debts, Mm -hmm. of all you know, what does it look like? Do you see anything that's wrong? Okay, those things need to be taken care of. You want to take care of them. Be proactive. Don't wait until you're in a situation where you need a car, where you need a house, and and then you are trying to scramble to figure out how to fix something. 
So, out of curiosity, you wrote down here, can your stimulus check be garnished? Explain to mm. us what you mean by that. Okay, so one of the things that the, this, the consumer group that I'm part of um, did not win on was uh, to prevent them from garnishing stimulus checks prevent any creditor from garnishing a stimulus check. So you mean before your check arrives and your de- direct deposit, if you have a garnishment or some sort or, of outstanding collection? or No, not a collection. It has to be a judgment. A judgment. Yeah. It, it, your check could end up short. You, or you may not even get it because they got their hands on they it first. Get, they can get it. Yeah, they can garnish it. So they're waiting. These creditors where they've gotten a judgment against you, but you had no money. And they couldn't get that money, right, because you didn't have any. They're waiting for these garnishment checks so that they can pounce on them. Wow. So you need, so what you can do is, first of all, if you don't give, make, have your stimulus check not be a direct deposit, but a paper check. Okay. Okay. Because then you can put it in a separate account that they won't have, you know, that they won't be able to find easily. If you've been garnished before, they can probably find, they know your bank account. Right. So you need to move it somewhere else. But isn't it, if you get a, a hard check, you might be waiting for forever for that money? Possibly. Okay. But, but so I'm saying if you have a judgment, that is what and you, you know, should do. And you, you know, know you're at risk for a garnishment. You have to protect that. Um, and then you also want to, um, oh, and then if you do get a direct deposit, just withdraw it immediately. Like, immediately. Do not leave it in your account. Okay. <laughs> so. so, word of the wise, if you know that you've got some issues with your credit before all this started, mm-hmm. and you need to protect that stimulus check, you you're, you just heard from the pro what you need to do. So, last thoughts, last, how can somebody get a hold of you? What are your services, Dawn, mm-hmm. that you guys offer? Because I know last time I let you talk a lot more about what you do. <laughs> so, I'll shut up again. Um, so... So what I do is I'm a consumer protection attorney, so I deal with um, credit reporting and debt collection issues, and I litigate against the banks, credit bureaus, and um, the collection agencies on behalf of consumers. So, um, and, and basically I get paid by the defendant, so there's no out-of-pocket cost to anyone. Um, we just go after these guys. I have a lot of litigation that I'm doing because there's a lot of messed up stuff out there and I don't see that getting any better. <laughs> right. And it could only so, get worse. You'd right. Say, I, I, I've been a little concerned that maybe some people are going to end up in foreclosure or mm-hmm. bankruptcy as a result of this because they they didn't have two or three months savings that they could lean on and right. they never got their stimulus check. Not that the stimulus check was maybe enough to yeah. even make a mortgage payment for a lot of people, but regardless, um, you know, she's definitely somebody I go to. She's my go-to for anything credit related. If you need help, Go Clean Credit's a wonderful website with a ton of material on there. Mm-hmm. She has this fantastic PowerPoint that I know Mary wants to get her hands on <laughs> so she can learn more about FICO scores herself. Mm-hmm. And we'll make sure we get her in for an education so we can get some renewal hours while we're at it, Mary, since you and I are both licensed <laughs> over here. Um, and before the show ends, Mary, is there any last thoughts? I know I loved how your sheet you ended up with. Where does opportunity exist at the greatest level? Are there some last thoughts you would like to share when it comes to the commercial realm, you know, for people that maybe are current owners or that want to become owners? I'd love your last piece of advice and how people can get a hold of you. Sure. I think that opportunity is all around us. And I think that for those of us that are old enough to have not been 12 years old during the recession, which Stop it, some, of the, like that. some <laughs> of the people in my office actually were 12 years old and are emerging into their careers at a time that we're um, experiencing this that 
none of us saw coming. The good news is that it wasn't economically driven to begin with. We do believe that there's economic light at the end of the tunnel and that there is opportunity um, all around us. So um, I, I just feel like as long as we have that mindset and as long as we're looking um, to set up for future positioning, and that's what a lot of my clients and landlords, investors, just like you're um, seeing, that this is a time for investment. Um, neither one of us see prices dropping dramatically no. because mm-hmm. of inventory, um, but it is a good time for positioning and for getting ready. I, I have a restaurateur that approached me and said, I've lived through the recession and I saw that if I didn't position myself for coming out of it, I got passed by. So, so what, what do you mean coming out of it? Coming out of the recession. Right. In the past and coming out of the coronavirus limitations. Right. Um, if, if we're not working in very intentionally to set up for positioning for what this is going to look, look like, like going in the future mm-hmm. going forward, we're going to get passed by. So, so it's so. a matter of d- d- figuring out what the new norm looks like for your business mm-hmm. and for your future. And all of us kind of need to figure that out. don has got one more That's final thought. I mean, you know what, Mary, how do people get a hold of you? Um, at the SVN, www.svn.com. So Mary Nolenberger, and, she's the smartest lady I know. And um, I am going to share my cell phone number because that's the most direct way to connect to me, 480-748-8266. I give it to all my clients and nobody abuses it. And she answers her phone. And Dawn was was raising her hand. She's got a final thought she'd like to add. I just had a final thought. Um, So the the group that I'm part of, which is National Association of Consumer Advocates, just created a website that has fantastic resources. It's not um, marketing at all. It's just, and it's in layman's terms for consumers. Mm-hmm. And it's www.consumer.law. So that's consumer.law. Dot law. All right. I'm going to make and sure when we post this on our Facebook that we have that link. Yeah. And there are links in there to all the, the uh, creditors out there, the lenders, the banks, um, on what they specifically have going on in terms of forbearance and what they're offering to their clients. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, I think that's going to be great information. Um, I'm getting waved at by Chet. I only got a minute to go. So if you guys want to get a hold of Dawn, the best way is probably finding her through Go Clean Credit or calling um, Price no, Law you can Group. Call, you can call me at um, 818-600-5585. Awesome. What a great show. Thank you so much, ladies. Both of you guys are some powerhouse women here who know their stuff. Um, Chet, thank you, our technical engineer, for running the board. Ariel, great job with recording our show. You've been listening to Grateful Heart Radio on Independent Talk 1100. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains. What a great hour today. I cannot wait. And for next week, we have Steve Valentine with Limitless Project coming and talking about He's a real estate investor. We're going to talk more about the market. In the meantime, check us out at GratefulHeart.com. I want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us this week. And, ooh, real quick, we are doing a virtual walkthrough tour. Uh Uh-oh, I'm getting told to wrap it up. IntegrityAllStars.com. Check it out. Wednesday night. 